Hey everybody, do you guys remember Hamster Dance? Hi, my name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week we talk a thing. <laughs> Each week we talk about things like urban legends. Pick a D dot D to dodo. Cryptozoology. D dot diddy do. True crime. Pick a D dot D. Anything spooky related. And the small laugh at the end of Hamster Dance, which is the best part. Uh, each week since some, and since actually since October 2017, thank you very much, Lindsay and I will research a topic separately of one another. Linz will go to hamsterdance.com on her dial up internet. I will go to the one website where it was a bunch of games that were based around candies uh, on my dial up internet. And then we reconvene inside of our house and we talk about what we've researched for the very first time with each and every one of you and each other. And this week, I'm dedicating my portion of the show to Hamster Dance. I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show. What was another? Th- AddictingGames.com? That's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's where, what was your go-to game on AddictingGames.com? I don't know. I think there was like one with a cat, like Cat Castle, and it played like techno music and you were a cat that had to like jump from platform to platform, but there was like a rainbow around. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I remember there was a game on there called Cat Cannon or something like that. Oh, yeah, there was Cat Cannon, too. You shoot the cat out of the cannon. Yeah. If there's any listeners out there who are, say, under the age of uh, 16 or something... Us. ...that are under the age of us, (laughs) uh, these were games that were awesome a few years ago. There was a one game, that helicopter game, where you'd have to go up or down, but for some reason you were a helicopter flying inside of a cave. Oh. And you go up or down, and then the farther along you got in the game, it was one of the left-to-right scrollers, the cave would close in on itself more. I remember that. That stressed me oh, out. That I was lo- too hard. I loved that game. Too hard, because it gets, it gets closier and closier. You know, it does get closier. And you get less choppier and choppier. That's what I say every night. When I tuck Lindsay in, I close the door <laughs> a little bit. I'm like, do you like the door right here, or you want it a little closier? And, and I say <laughs> less choppier. Less cho- A little more a little less closier, more closier for me. But I was thinking about hamster dance earlier because Lindsay and I just got home. We were in, not trying to brag, we were in West Virginia. We were in West Virginia. And on our way back home, we were thinking about how ludicrous it was that someone made a website with a bunch of dancing pixelated hamsters and set it to music and they would, you would wait on your internet for dial-up internet. You'd probably wait about 10 minutes for this page to load and then just play a silly hamster song. And you go, well, I guess this is it. This is what the internet is, essentially. Well, I guess it was fun, you know? We did it. Yeah, I wasted all my parents' time. Someone had to hang up their phone <laughs> call so I could get on the computer and go to hamsterdance.com. Mom, but hamster dance is important. Oh, but they say pick a dee da dodo in the song. Just watch it. It's funny. If you kind of cross your eyes at it, it looks like it's one giant hamster dancing. And then you also see the Illuminati symbol. They have one, too, that's Western theme. And it says howdy. <laughs> Mom. I think hamster dance still exists, doesn't it? I'm sure it probably does. I'm sure it's not hamsterdance.com anymore. I don't know. Maybe it is. It's hamsterdance.gov. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a, a historical site now. Yeah. It's a historical landmark. We need to start. That's a really good thing that you brought up. We need to start making museums or landmarks based off of websites or internet trends mm-hmm. throughout the years. Do we already do that? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Imagine going to a museum 
getting in your car or Uber, driving to a place where it's just a series of monitors, big, small, and like different themed rooms where you'd go, now this room is the room dedicated to 1992 and the internet. And here's what was popular. And you would just exist there and eat some popcorn or whatever. But like kids today would be like, this is so lame. We could literally do all this on our phones. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which you could, but it's the experience to go. You can get a t-shirt. Well, speaking of spooky things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we made a little field trip up to the Moonville Tunnel this past weekend, we and it did. was creepy. Yeah, it was extremely creepy. We had never been there before. And I thought that the tunnel itself was going to be a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. Some would say... It's pretty big. Some would say, yeah, closier. A little closier yeah. to the ground. But it's a big tunnel. It's a big tunnel. A lot of graffiti. Yeah. But we went on very rainy, foggy day, so it really set the mood. Yeah, it was very, what's the word? Nice. It was. There's a bunch of urban legends <laughs> about that town, and it's very cool. It's very pretty, if anything. If you don't believe in ghosts, you're probably not listening to this podcast. But not true. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really cool. Check it out. Yeah, I think so, too. If you're around the southeastern Ohio area... Go to the Moonville Tunnel and just wander around. It's all not paved, but it's all graveled. Yes. It's very easy to walk. You can, you know, maybe bring a dog if you want. Yeah. What did we talk about last week? (laughs) Last week we talked about, are you checking? Because I absolutely, I forget. I don't remember at all. Oh, it was our, uh, it was the last show of 2019. Oh, that's right. And we took a bunch of callers about what is the scariest thing about the holidays, and they told us. Did you and I ever say what the scariest thing about the holidays is? I read out some facts about witch balls and, you know, gingerbread houses, but no, I don't think we personally said our scariest thing about the holidays. Do you know yours, or at least something that you think is scary about? You know, I know mine really quick. What's that? My The scariest thing for me over the holidays is that I think that for some reason, I'm not sure if it's because Saturn is in retro inversion. Yeah. But... I think it's Taurus season. Oh, man. I think it's your season right now. Well, then this is why. Because... But I could be wrong, because wouldn't... Uh, like, okay, this is dumb. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't the zodiac season be when that month that the zodiac sign is? You know, you would think so, but, but I... But I feel like some witchery... Yeah. Has changed it. It probably has. So many people are yelling at their device of whatever they're listening on right now. And they're like, idiots. No, that's incorrect. (laughs) Why do I listen to the show? You guys are always a little dumb. But for me, the scariest thing is sitting around the holidays or during the holidays. And I seem to gain weight the fastest this time of year. And I try to be really careful. But I feel like you walk past a table and you smell a cookie Oh, there's a pound. You see it a lot. I know. It's just okay. nonstop It's a snacking. happy, humble holiday. It's a happy, humble holiday. Yeah, you you're right. Eat a lot of cheese. Did we eat a lot? We ate a decent amount of cheese, cheese. this holiday season. I ate a lot of carrots. We talked about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We My scariest thing, I, I don't know. I guess I get scared of the weather because like we live mm. in a place that it snows and like we never know. It could be 50 degrees one day and then the next day it's like below 400 Okay, 400, negative 401. <laughs> negative 401. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I was about to talk about the weather, but I realized that is the world's most boring thing you can do on a show, like, yeah. like really get into it. So I'm not going to really get into it. 
We also tried to help Trent. He's been having really, really crazy spooky dreams. Yeah. Which he either has a Metallica fan or you have a demon. We don't know, but... One could say... They could be both. Interchangeable, or at least a demon who's into Metallica. Yeah, could I mean, be either or. That seems fitting. Mm-hmm. Well, we forget who's first or who's second. So I think, Lindsay, you're just going to go first this week. Yeah, because last week we didn't really have topics. We just took calls. So Mm -hmm. I'll just kind of jump into it. I'm really starting the New Year's off a little harsh. Okay. So don't be scared. Me? Yeah. Okay. It's it's weird. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's a topic that like you, no one ever really wants to talk about or think about. But uh, like, I think we should talk well, about it. I'm glad I'm glad we're doing it here. <laughs> okay, oh. so I found this whole article. It is by Natasha Ulmer and Will Verner, and it is all facts by a woman named Caroline Rando. Um, she has a PhD in forensic anthropology. Oh, cool! It's all about the horrifying. Facts and stories of animals eating their owners. Holy moly. Yeah, I guess this is a pretty common thing. I mean, I feel like everybody has always kind of joked, like, you know, if I die, would my dog eat me? (laughs) I I always hear the one like, oh, when you die, your cat will for sure eat your body. I always hear that. Yeah. And when I say always, I mean at least 85 times a day. Well, like there are some things about this article. I'll read it to you that surprise me but there's a lot of things that don't surprise me when you really think about it okay um so she says yes your pets will eat you when you die and perhaps a bit sooner than comfortable wait what they tend to go for the neck face and any exposed areas first and then if not discovered in time they may proceed to eat the rest of you okay well (laughs) At least they're not being wasteful. Yeah. So what she has found out in the past and revealed is that their eating habits can be morbidly fascinating. So here's what she can tell us. Okay. I'm ready for it. Your dog actually might try to eat you while you're passed out or drunk. What? So Rando, we'll call her, she mentions a case that was analyzed in 1994 in the American Journal of Forensic Medicine and Pathology. The case involves a middle-aged woman who got too drunk and passed out. Her dog, a red setter, had started biting her face while she was unconscious. Oh my gosh. She later had died, but the dog couldn't even wait a whole day to start chewing on the owner. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And within 16 hours, the woman, like, her face was unrecognizable. Because the dog just really wanted to eat her that bad. So... In that case, she explains that basically this woman had been sick. Okay. She had some kind of disease and she got really, really drunk and passed out. Okay. Well, the dog, because a lot of animals can sense like cancerous cells and stuff like that. The dog knew that she was going to die. So basically what kicks in is their natural instinct to, to eat you. So he started nibbling on her face, and as soon as she was gone, he's like, okay, guess I'm going in. Yeah, time for a treat. Probably the biggest treat I've ever had in my life. Yeah, so they basically, she says, 
While we domesticated cats and dogs uh, millennia ago, they still have aspects of their wild ancestors. When you die, an animal often becomes distressed and may attempt to wake you up, which in this case, he kind of did by licking and like nibbling on her face. Um, They will lick or nip at your face. Once they've licked enough, they also could, without if they don't smell anything, they could draw blood. This could trigger an instinct behavior resulting in wounding and eventually consuming the human tissue. Whoa. All like completely and totally removed from our own emotions with our own pets. Right. Like we love Molly to death. But she's a dog and she has natural instincts. Exactly. Like if someone said to me, somehow they communicated to me because I was a ghost. They were doing an EVP. And they were like, hey, I'm not sure if this is two-way or not, but we found your body and your dog was eating your body. Right. I really don't think, I really don't think I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be mad either because I love Molly. Yeah. Like, what do they get? I mean, if they can give my organs to people, great. But like, if they eat me, oh, well. Yeah. It's either, <laughs> it's either give my body to science, put me in one of those mushroom suits that you, that, oh, that, that you Luke wear. Luke Perry was in. Mm-hmm, exactly. Oh, rest in peace, Luke Perry. I know. And I, I, that, that was the very first time I ever heard about a mushroom suit. And I thought, wow, that sounds awesome. Probably expensive, <laughs> but that sounds awesome. Yes. Or number three. You need that Luke Perry money. Yeah, you do. For which the mushroom is, suit. Yeah. Uh, or three, feed me to our dog. Yeah. I don't I mean, care. She would be, she would have, she would have a blast. It's just a very morbid thing to think about. And like the people that have to find you. Yeah. Oops a daisy. Yikes. They might be mad. You you would need to leave a sign first. I mean, hopefully if you have a dry erase board, it's just it's just the easiest to do on your fridge. If my dog ate me, it's cool. They have permission. Thanks. Love the person who's unrecognizable. Right. <laughs> Laying and banging on the ground. Well, in some cases, dogs will eat you just because they're really, really hungry. Oh. I mean, yeah, if you go into survival mode, you're just going to eat whatever you can. Um, There was a case in 2007. This time, a middle-aged woman had not been eaten by one dog, but both of her dogs. Okay. But the worst part was the dogs ate her entire body. Oh, well. The only reason the cops knew that they had eaten a person was because they had coughed up small bone fragments. They even ate all of her bones? Everything. The whole body. Holy smokes. Even like even her teeth, everything. Everything. Gone. Holy smokes. Yikes. (laughs) Yikes. So the police had eventually found the woman. She had been dead for a whole month. The reason they could find out was because of the bone fragments and they found teeth later in the dog. So by that, you can figure out, I guess, the DNA and the time period. But they think the woman had... Just been an elder woman had died in her home. Her dogs, nobody was feeding them. They fight or flight. Yeah. They ate her whole body. And they said when the officers arrived at the scene, it didn't even seem like anybody had even lived there. They really thought that somebody had abandoned these two dogs. Whoa, those are some like Dexter level dogs. Yeah. The reason, like I said, that the dogs had coughed up some bone fragments and also they saw two bags that were huge bags of dog food and they were totally devoured and eaten. And Mm. anything that was possible to be eaten was gone. And then obviously her. Except for um, except for like jarred black olives because yuck. But that's an unusual case because like the case I read before, this dog immediately when she died started consuming her. Mm -hmm. 
But in this case, they ate everything else before they had to. Like, it's kind of they had to do what they had to do. Yeah. So they were all out of food in the house. And then they just went, oh, well, Mildred is here. We could, I mean, do you want to try? Yeah. I mean, she refers it to it as the waiting period, which, you know, that's a really crazy technical name. Yeah. <laughs> but usually that there is a time or an amount of time that your dog will wait before consuming you, like last hope kind of thing. Sure. Now, you had said that the people had also found teeth from the old woman. Yes. Do you think, or did it say anything about they found the teeth in the dog's mouths in in, in place of their own dog teeth? Like it looked like they were wearing dentures? No. (laughs) Okay. It didn't say that. Like those really, like those really hilarious Hallmark cards where it has like Like, the dog with like the big smiling human teeth. Oh yeah. That's, you know what? That's creepier. It's really creepy. Well, imagine a dog with dentures and then it eating you. Even creepier. Like now it has its denture teeth and it has its regular teeth. So it has double teeth. One of and, and Or do the, you think it takes his dentures out, eats the person, and then puts his dentures back in? So they'd be gumming you apart? No, it has his regular teeth. Oh, wait. Put your which... dentures over your regular teeth. Oh, I get that. Okay, so put your human your human shaped chompers over your dog chompers. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll never know. I guess one of us has to pass away and just wait for Molly to eat that person. Right. I mean, I'm not going to go over all of these. You get the idea. <laughs> like, they will eat you. But this is where I started finding things interesting. Okay, so there was also a case about a horde of cats. Okay, now how many is in a horde? I don't know. I would say like maybe more than 10. Okay, I thought you were going to say maybe more than 10,000. <laughs> Like a horde is a good amount of cats. That's a lot of cats. So a man who was sick, sadly, had died and he had a horde of cats. (laughs) Um, They said they found his body three days later and his head, his neck, and part of his arm were completely (sighs) defleshed. Yuck. So they just like pick at him like a bird. You know what? Cats are... I know we just talked about dogs literally eating people, but that's very strange behavior. But this is the really sad part, though. I mean, I know it's terrible that a cat ate a human being. Well, yeah. But the cats all had died, too, because, which I did not think about, he was sick and he was taking prescription medicine. Oh. So when the cats ate him, they got prescription medicine in them and they had passed away as well. Okay, that does make sense. So she says that cats are a little bit more complex, but it's partly <laughs> down to the lower number of available published cases. So I guess a lot of cases of cat eatings were not published. So the reason that she says that these are a little more complicated is that a lot of cats... You know how they're a little more stubborn and a little more aloof and like yes. not very attentive with like they don't really almost show that they care about their owners. Cats are always on their own agenda. Where dogs are always kind of in your face and need to know what you're doing. Yeah. With dogs, it's like owner first. With cats, it's cats first. Right. So a lot of times they think that they hear more about these dog cases because dogs will immediately start eating but cats will take their time. Ugh. They will like maybe not even notice that you're dead yeah. nor care. <laughs> so like until they're hungry, I think, is like when they because they don't have like, I mean, I guess they have a background too that like they would eat. 
meat if they yeah. are blood, but I don't know. I think they just kind of don't really care. So I mean, like you think about some cats, even like closely and or closely related in size to domesticated house cats, like those like Fisher cats or that really cute. What is it called? Like a palace cat or something like that. That oh, at yeah. the Columbus Zoo, that really cute little buddy. Yeah. I mean, they would they would eat wild animals oh, for they sure. Would eat you in a heartbeat. You know what would be the most upsetting cat to see eat a person? Mm-hmm. Those sphinx cats. Yeah. Just like a big cat. I mean, that's... Yeah, but like, I feel like human blood wouldn't look as scary on a bunch of cat fur as it would on just like weird cat skin. (laughs) You know? Just bloody cat skin. If I I had to pick, I would rather see a bunch of Maine Coons eating a person than one Sphinx cat eating, kind of eating a person. I would be more traumatized if I saw the family golden retriever eating somebody. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if I would. I'd go, well, they're just kind of oafy and silly. Well, speaking of the hamster dance, oh, hamsters no. are the worst of all. Ew, ew. Hamsters IRL are nasty when weird. Yeah, so this is another case that involves a hamster that Rando recorded. Can I tell you something really quick? Yeah. I already hate this one. <laughs> it was a 1995 <laughs> study and... Uh, 1995? It's, it's gross, yeah. Did Rando do this study? Yeah. Man, Rando's been investigating animal death for a very long time. She loves it. And that would lead me to believe that she might really love it. Yeah. Okay, so like in nearly all of the cases above, uh, the victim was found dead in her home. And she had unusual marks and wounds on her face. So the woman had died of pneumonia, but some of the marks on her face were in like arranged in pairs. So after careful investigating, it was found that the woman owned a free range golden hamster. She (laughs) invested when investigators looked in a drawer, they found that the hamster had burrowed out of her face. What? Wait, what? So, like, it took pieces of her and made it a home in a drawer. Oh, Lindsay, Lindsay Marie, you always (laughs) seem to not M. Night Shyamalan. It hamster danced right into her face and right into the drawer. It hamster danced and then hamster scurried and then hamster napped. (laughs) Made a bed made out of human face. Yeah, it was made out of human skin, fat and muscle tissue. Oh my gosh. And it made made a little little ornament out of one of her teeth. Uh, Probably. It probably had like a little Christmas tree. That's the scariest thing about the holidays is worrying if your hamster's gonna eat your face. (laughs) Well, one could say that's the scariest is part of every holiday. Yeah, so she added that it's not uncommon for rodents to want to make a nest inside of a body. Goodness gracious. It provides a safe, close environment for them. It's also super <laughs> gross. The rodents even use human hair as like a bird would use for a nest. I mean, I get that one. Yeah, that one's not as gross. Oh, man. Yikes. Um, also, rodents are known to gnaw bones to get calcium and to grind down their front teeth. Oh, yeah. Because they never stop growing. So, yeah, that thing would have just been having, it would have had a mansion. would have had a mansion if it kept going. Yeah, it would have had the entire, her entire body, the inside of her body. Yeah, on this particular case, they found evidence of the rodent gnawing near the foramen magnum, which is the big hole at the bottom of the skull. Oh, cool. So it had like gotten into her skull. And just had like a brain nap. 
Yeah. But what the really surprising thing is the, that... This is the really surprising part? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exotic animals like snakes and lizards and spiders most likely will not eat you. Okay. So the scarier ones are okay. So the cuter looking, the more they will do to your dead body, yes. the scarier looking leave you alone. Yeah. That, you know, that honestly makes spiders to me scarier. Yeah. That they don't want anything to do with a human body. It's yeah. like they're this weird, like they're superior in a very weird, creepy way. Well, she claims that a lot of reptiles and stuff like snakes or lizards or anything like that, they really honestly don't want they don't care about you. They have yeah. no attachment to you, really. It's just they... I'm sorry if you have like a snake and you think it really loves you. I mean, it might, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I guess it loves you enough to not eat your body. Yes, that's true. But it was weird to me because I'm like, well, I think about snakes and they bite you and like they draw blood. Like you think that instincts would take over for them, but I guess they just never would eat anything like but the reason i don't think that it's like we've said before like okay your dog eats you i mean very gruesome for your family and for everybody that finds you yeah but like really if you think about it if we don't get taken care of our body just eats itself yeah true so that's her point is um she said, this is due to two processes, our gut flora, bacteria that live in our intestines and stomach, and multiplying unchecked and unconsuming us from the inside. Secondly, your cells undergoing a process called autolysis or self-digestion where our enzymes essentially destroy our cells. So I don't know. It's kind of, in her opinion, she's like, well, I mean, these people died and their animals ate them, kind of recycled. Or, you know, if they would have <laughs> died anyways, if, you know, the her point is the lady dies in her home and say she didn't have a pet, they still didn't find her for a couple months. So your body would have just ended up eating itself anyways. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, it's the equivalent of... You know, us not throwing away a full cabbage in our fridge, we'll throw it in the woods so the animals can eat the cabbage. Right. It's going to go to waste. Why not let something else have it? Now, I think it's really funny because I was reading it, and I'm sure you'll agree, that the hamster is the most scariest one. Oh, for sure it is. Like, I don't want to get eaten by the hamster. No. I, like... I don't mind rodents. I'm perfectly fine with them. I think rats are so cute. I mean, we, we, we have a stuffed rat right here. I also had two hamsters growing up for a little bit. I just don't like hamsters in, in particular <laughs> because one of them bit me one time. Because it probably tried to eat you. It bit me so hard on my finger. So hard. <laughs> because I took the, the, the two hamsters who always got along great. I took them out of their cage and just set them on the chair in front of me where I was sitting as well. Again, they were best buddies. And as soon as they got out of their cage, they just started attacking each other and trying to eat each other. So I pulled them apart. And then one of them bit me super hard in the <laughs> finger. And I don't like hamsters. Think about, okay, so spooky story. You walk into a dark room. Yes. Pitch black. Yes. Your computer, your old Windows 95 cranks up. Okay. And hamster dance song comes on. Then you look behind you, and in the doorway, you see shadow of your hamster that's about to eat you. <laughs> and it's... he's going, a-dee-da-dee-da-do-do. <laughs> that's a very creepy story you just made up. Yeah, I think it's really funny that you were talking about hamster dance, and I knew my story included hamsters. You and I were singing it in the car. Hamster death. 
Yeah, hamster dance. No, that's. I was gonna. I like yours better. I, yeah, I just like yours better. <laughs> hamster don't want it. Hamsterdeath.com. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> I don't look it up. I don't okay, know. No, yeah, don't, I won't. I won't. Don't recommend anybody look it up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, please don't. And <laughs> that you might know, be weird some weird dark web stuff. If uh, if hamster death does not exist and you feel like you want to get the domain for twelve bucks, um, go ahead and do it and let us know, and then maybe it'll just be like a fun website you have. <laughs> Well, that's my topic. I mean, just a bunch of pets eating you. Just when you think you can trust your dog. Well, I guess you can trust your dog to clean up your mess, which is your body. Molly would totally eat us. She would. She would 100%. laugh and smile the whole time. Yeah, she wouldn't have any idea what she was. She would just be like, well, okay, this is a thing. Yeah. I don't know. She's kind of picky. She doesn't like pretzels. She does not like pretzels. <laughs> she does like raw tofu. She doesn't like cucumbers. No. Well, we can save this for maybe some Patreon bonus content. We'll just talk about <laughs> foods that Molly does and doesn't like. Uh, well, Lindsay, I really liked your topic a lot. It was Thanks. no, it wasn't even close what I thought you were going to be bringing in. Oh, what did you think? I don't know. I usually have no idea, but it okay. was never animals eating their <laughs> eating their humans. Uh, well, good. I liked it a lot. Good. Haunted housekeeping? Yes. Let's do it. And then we'll come back. And we have uh, some guest submissions, and I'm very excited about it. I'm excited, too. Okay. Well, we will see each and every one of you on the Haunted Housekeeping Zone in three, two, one. Do you have any questions that you've been bottling up about your neighbor who you think might actually be a succubus, but who might actually be a ghost posing as a succubus? Well, you're in luck because you can call our not so brand new, but still new and shiny state of the art aerodynamic spooky spouses hotline and ask us any question that you want. We will hear your question. We will try to answer your question. We sometimes we help. And sometimes we don't help, but that's okay. So do you have any questions about if your plants can actually hear you talk about your murder plans coming up? If your cat has another family that he's been secretly hiding from you? If you think one of your legs might actually be somebody else's leg? If there is a monster actually under your bed and your mom is wrong? Or if you think you can get Bigfoot on speakerphone and maybe let us talk to the Bigfoot that lives behind your house? Call our hotline whenever you want. The phone number is 803-816-2667. And if you're looking at your phone when you type the number out, which most people do, and you feel like, hmm, that number isn't spooky enough. 2667 spells booze. There you go. Which that is eh, 5% scary. So again, the phone number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. Call anytime you want. We'd love to hear from you and we'll answer your questions on our show. We are also part of the scavengersnetworkparty.com. <laughs> you can find us at scavengersnetwork.com, us and a bunch of other podcasts. If you would like to support us or any of the other shows on the network, you can donate one to $500 million and get extra bonus content. What we hit, we've done swell spells we've done collabs with other people it's really fun yeah if you go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network and become a patron and help us keep the lights on or help us keep the light
lights flickering because it's haunted. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just a small joke. You can. You can get access to, like Lindsay was saying, we've done some spells, some collaborations. There's some Myth Takes bonus content. There's some WIDK bonus content. And there's a lot more bonus content coming up. And we're very excited about it. So again, patreon.com slash the scavengers network and become a donor if you like our show and you want us to keep making the show. Or if you just want to check out all the other shows on the network, maybe dipping your toes in the scavengers network or the Patreon pool, go to scavengersnetwork.com, do some browsing, some poking and some prodding, and then just take a gander. We also have a merch store where you can get some crazy, spooky, fun, great merchandise there. Maybe 2020 is the year you want to start using a coffee mug. Maybe yeah. 2020 is the year you want to use, you want to start using a mouse pad and just cut the crap. Maybe you don't have any clean shirts and you're like, you know what? I think I'll just order a Spooky Spouse's shirt and then I'll be good. You can do that. I mean, you can literally buy whatever you want. You're an adult. It's your money. And if you would like to keep up to date with our show, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at spooky underscore spouses. Or you can send us an email at spooky spousescast at gmail.com. Show us some love. Follow along. Write us something. I don't know. Yeah. And if you'd like to, you can rate and review the show whenever you'd like, if you'd like, or just help us spread the word about our show by telling a buddy of yours. Or telling an enemy. We don't care. We'd also like to give a shout out to Eli Chambers. He is on Twitter at Eli who does music and he has written the theme song that you hear at the beginning and the middle and the end. Say maybe you just want a theme song for making coffee in the morning. He can do that for you. Say you're starting a podcast about how you think your dog has been scheming to eat your body the second you fall asleep. Eli can make you some theme music specifically for your brand new podcast that you're going to start. Maybe you're like, hey Eli, I woke up this morning and I'm crabby and I want a song that makes me even crabbier. Yeah, he can do that too. He's a little bit of a warlock when it comes to tunes and sounds and sonic waves. That's because he has flute arms and I think he has trumpet thighs. He does have trumpet thighs. <laughs> so follow Eli at Eli Who Does Music and have him write you some tunes. He's good at it. Hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear and tell you about the comedy podcast Unnatural 20s. Do we really want to limit ourselves to just saying we're only a comedy podcast? You're right. We have a lot to offer, like intellectual conversations. Well, did you guys know Australia once lost a war entirely to emus? Do you think emus frown upside down because they're in Australia? Like they're below the equator? Yeah, duh. Health and fitness. Pasta is great, but you usually have a lot of extras, but have no fear. Thigh-warmed pasta is here. Plop the bag of leftover pasta on your thighs and eat those puppies like popcorn. We have microwaves. I have thighs. You know what? Actually, we can never decide what we're going to talk about, and that's why we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. So download Unnatural 20s on your favorite podcast app and roll with us every Monday. Welcome back, each of our spooky buddies. And that means you, spooky Will Smith. There he is. He's here. He's back. He's joined us, yep, for our very first show of 2020. And we love having him at our house. (laughs) He's doing another movie. He's doing another bad boy movie. He is with, uh, what is it? Martin Lawrence? Yeah. Yeah, bad boys. he is back. But I think it's going to be called bad. And then after bad is a little asterisk. And then boys. And then the bottom, the asterisk says dad. So bad, bad dad boys. I was just going to say dad boys for life. (laughs) (laughs) Or why don't don't they just...
So I kind of forgot what we were talking about because we had to go downstairs and stop Molly from barking at some possums that live on our deck. Yeah, she don't like those possums. She don't like them at all. And, you know, I think that I don't blame her because she's a dog and they're possums and they look like very small. cats. Yeah, but also like sick cats. (laughs) A very sick cat. Lindsay. Yes. I have some breaking booze, and I want to know if you want to hear any of it. Yes, of course I do. Any of it or all of it? All of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a brief a brief amount of it. Okay. Um, cliff Notes. Okay, let me give you the Cliff Notes version. Creature, New York, um, Steep Hill, and Very Short Snout. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, that's really all I have. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here are some breaking booze. It's one of my favorite headlines because it starts with a question. This is from cryptozoologynews.com. What is this creature? Which is most of them. Yeah, it's all of them. So that should be the headline just for the website in general. What is this creature.com? What is this creature? That's a new website. What is this creature? You put your photos of what weird thing that you saw and then people try to debunk what you saw. And if they can't, then you know you saw a cryptid. Oh, so you're not putting it on there and saying, what is this creature? I think it's this. You're just saying, what is this creature? Yeah. Like you saw something weird in the woods. You put your photo on just like they do on cryptozoology.com and you don't assume anything. You just say, what is this creature? You put the photo and people try to tell you things. And maybe people that are really good at knowing rabbits will be like, actually, that's a so-and-so rabbit. And I know this because of this, this and this. So then you know it's not a rabbit. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, some people will be like, actually, that is a gray wolf. <laughs> not a rabbit. <laughs> and it's not a rabbit. I know for sure that that's a gray wolf. And then you're like, okay, debunked. There's been a lot of talk in this forum about how that's for sure a rabbit. It's not. It's actually a gray wolf if you look at its giant teeth. Yeah. And it's not as cute as a rabbit. That is my Uncle Mike. I know for a fact because I know my Uncle Mike. <laughs> and you took that inside of the gas station uh, up the road from where my Uncle Mike lives. <laughs> you took that in my Uncle Mike's house. I know his house. Yeah, my Uncle Mike's sleeping and you. And for some reason you set his driver's license on his forehead. Yeah, and there's also a picture of himself behind him. I don't know why my Uncle Mike has his own picture hanging up by his bed, but he does. Yeah. And I know that's my Uncle Mike. Please get out of my Uncle Mike's house and post more pictures of that bunny you saw. Debunked. Debunked. I like the idea for whatisthiscreature.com. I think that's a good idea for a website. Yeah, simple. Elegant. Okay, Lindsay, what is this creature? Two people claim unidentified being in New York. Mm, New York State. Here we go. A 21-year-old woman in New York says she saw a creature that she could not immediately identify. Okay, I I actually like that sentence a lot. I see this thing, can't identify it. Sounds to me like a photo for whatisthiscreature.com. But that kind of almost seems like it's implying she couldn't immediately identify it, but later she did. No, you know what? You're right. So I don't like that sentence. Well, fine. (laughs) She should just say, I saw a creature that I could not identify. Immediately or five minutes after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay. The woman who provided a full name and contact information but requested to remain anonymous told Cryptozoology News that she and her mother were driving on a state highway along a wooded area uh, when the sighting took place. Quote, it was around 9.30 a.m. I got my driver's license that day. Kind of a brag, but my mother and I came along a straight way while driving and in the middle of the road there was a really strange animal. 
It wasn't afraid of the car. It started walking towards the trees on the other side of the road. When it got to the edge, it ran up into the trees on this extremely steep hill. We drove by the spot and there was no sign of it. The woman described it as a light gray four-legged creature that was, quote, taller than a deer. Mm-hmm. Quote, continuing, its legs were long and spindly. Its back legs had an exaggerated bow to them, like a greyhound. Its stomach and chest curved out and in. Oh, sorry, like a greyhound, its stomach and chest did the thing that looks like the greyhound thing. Its neck was thick and almost the same thickness as its head. Okay, either very small head or very big neck. <laughs> The ears were small or not there. Well, I'm okay. Very short snout, not like a pug, but shorter than a lab. It moved gracefully, which that's just nice to say. Like it wouldn't make a sound, but move quickly. It was not afraid of the car. It was not a dog or a deer, she said. Was it as big as a deer? She said it was bigger than a deer. But that could be any size. Well, let's just say your standard run-of-the-mill deer. Okay. Uh, maybe about three and a half foot high, four, mm -hmm. four foot high, probably four foot, maybe a little more than that. I'm, okay. I'm really bad at judging height. The description I'm getting in my head is like a mixture of the Wendigo, but with the head of like that episode of Twilight Zone, the pig people. Yeah. The pig people head, the Wendigo body. Wendigo, but a four legged Wendigo body. I thought the Wendigo had four. Well, I think the Wendigo walks around like a creepy person. Oh, I thought Maybe. it walked on all, oh. all fours. I mean, it also might. It could if it wants. You, you know, know what? You know what it could have been, which I have this saved in my notes because it was something that I was going to bring up, which I still might bring up. What you are doing right now? Well, I'm just going to I'm just going to say the name of it, but I still might okay. bring it up later. The Fresno Nightcrawler. Mm. Is that what it kind of looked like? I think a little bit. Now, yeah. now that I read that story, I'll show you a photo of it, and then you can tell me if you think it might be the Fresno Nightcrawler. Are they usually around those parts, those areas? I don't know, because I can't remember where Fresno is, and I have no idea. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll never know. You can kind of see it in this photo at the very bottom. There is a video as well, but it's right in the center, and it has four legs, but a very, very small body. Oh, I remember seeing that video. Like yeah. it walked really gracefully and kind of. Yes. Yeah, I think we should try to find that video and post it on our Twitter or Instagram. But yeah, that's strange. And I'm writing myself a reminder to do to do what you just said. So you know what we're talking about. Yeah, that's really weird. The one thing I find really strange is they said that they were driving at 9.30 a.m. and she had gotten her license that day. I think the license bureau doesn't even open till 9. So well, I think you got your timeline already wrong. Well, we don't know. It could have been Black Friday and she could have been <laughs> waiting in line with her the mom. The night before. Yep, got mm -hmm. in there as soon as it opened and then just crushed the exam. She did maneuverability in under a minute because yeah. she was crushing it and then drove super fast but very calm cautiously at the same time and then passed with flying colors and then got it at 9 30 and then saw this weird bigger than a deer looking like a greyhound with a giant neck or small head kind of a thing mm -hmm. i don't know That's i don't know it. either weird one reason why i do like that story because there are no photos and there wasn't any talk of i don't know like there wasn't a lot of exaggerating i guess it was just hey we saw this weird thing and what is it what is it <laughs> i don't know okay 
we have two guest submissions. Do okay. you want short and sweet first or do you want story first? Let's do short and sweet first. Okay. So this question was sent into us or this, uh, I guess, quandary. Well, it's the same as a question. This thing was mm-hmm. sent into us from our friend Fishstick over at I Don't Know Radio. Okay. Okay. What do you think about this? The reason that ghosts only scare people is because if they were to actually kill someone, they'd immediately be confronted by the person they just killed. Oh, assuming that they would become a ghost as well. Yes. So that's Mm. why they only scare and trick people. Because if ghosts did kill you, they'd have to deal with you ghost fighting them in the ghost world. And you'd be mad at them. You'd be, I would say you'd be pretty ticked off, pretty TO'd. Listen, I was supposed to die from my dog eating me? Yeah. And, and you killed me? And now I got some prankster stab me in the throat? Like I couldn't even see you. Yeah. What the heck? What do you think about that theory? Yeah, I think that's a really interesting theory I've never thought about before. Neither have I. That's a pretty good question. But sometimes though when you die, they don't necessarily say you your spirit stays where you die. Yeah. Sometimes they say like if you're attached to something... Yes. So I guess as a ghost, if you were going to murder someone, that's a chance that you have to take and maybe they just don't have time for that. Yeah, true. Or they just hold up what they think is their most prized possession and they're like, hey, don't you want to go in this refrigerator? So the fridge is their most prized possession. (laughs) Yeah. What would you... What would you... Attach myself to if I died? Yeah. What would your spirit go inside of when you died? What's your most... At least right now, what's your most prized possession or just something that you think is fun to say? Well, I think what I would like if I died right now, right now, I think it'd be really funny to go as a spirit into Molly, our dog. Oh, that'd be cool. And then like you would still be with Molly and then you'd be grieving and then you'd realize like Molly was cleaning the house or like working that day or like. Molly was eating mushrooms, but only if they were chopped up really small. Because I won't eat them any other way because the texture is scary. Yes. Yeah. Or like Molly starts painting or doing hair full time. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that would be funny like to be like, I think my wife is in my dog. Her spirit. And it would be fun too because no one would believe you. Yeah, you're right. But that crazy poor man, he lost his wife. And now he thinks his dog is his wife. You know, that's either a sitcom or a romantic comedy ready or waiting to happen. Yeah. What do you think? It doesn't matter. Yeah, either one of those is fine. I don't know what like actual (laughs) possession I have I would want to put my to my spirit attached to. I don't know either because it's like I like, you know, some things we have, but it's also like "Mm, it's just stuff. Right. Yeah. I think going, yeah, Molly would be good. And well, I don't want to be stuck in this house because like I love our house, but mm-hmm. I mean, new people are going to come in and then it's like, yeah, you have the whole situation, like the Beetlejuice situation where you're like, oh, yeah. we just got this house and we're cleaning it up and now I got people coming in here. Maybe I would just go haunt one of the birds that lives outside of our house. But what if that bird dies? Then do you and the bird haunt yes. together? So yes. then you have now adopted a pet mm-hmm. ghost? And now you've solved my riddle, my puzzle. I wonder if you can, like, domesticate animals when you're dead. Oh, I bet you you could. Like, ghosts have ghost animals. Yeah, maybe. 
I mean, I don't know. I would like to think that you could, which would be very nice to do. Mm -hmm. Okay, Lindsay, do you want our other guest submission? Yes. Okay, so you remember that a little while ago, you and I were talking about where you you were bringing up creepy um, cop stories. Yeah, and EMS stories, yeah. Yeah, so we got, we asked for, if anyone works in the emergency response field, we asked for some stories and we got, and we got one. Ooh, I'm excited. I am also very excited. So this is from our friend named Jay. Ready? I have not read this yet. Yeah, okay. Okay. Jay starts their email by saying, it took me a week to realize I sent this to the wrong email with a frowny face. Okay, great. (laughs) I sent it to spooky friends. Spooky, spooky grouse. Isn't a grouse a bird? (laughs) I don't know. And whatever. Okay. Spookybloucecast at (laughs) gmail.com. It's your spookiest of blouses. Spookymousefast at (laughs) gmail.quick. Okay. Hey, spooky spouses. I've been an EMT for eight years, and I wanted to share a story with you. I was planning on sharing a few... But as I was typing them, I realized they were super morbid and dark. I narrowed it down to this one story. Buckle up. Okay. Always chills. It's always cool to say buckle up before you (gasps) tell someone a creepy story. (laughs) I have not read this. Oh, buckle up. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let's click it or ticket. One evening on duty, my ambulance was dispatched to an elderly housing high rise for a wellness check. The caller stated they haven't heard from the resident in a week or so and wasn't answering the phone or door. Oh, no. Okay, I'm glad you and I are buckled up. If this is about a dog eating it and the synchronicities, is that how you say it? I think that's how you say it. (laughs) (laughs) If they all line up, then oh, no. Okay. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. My partner and I get on scene and up to the apartment with all of our equipment, not really sure what to expect. My partner starts banging on the door with no answer. I watch my partner's facial expression change from mild annoyance to a very quizzical look. He pushed against the door and started smelling the door jam. He then waves me over and tells me to take a whiff. Oh, no. I would. You know what? There are certain things in life. Sure. Hey, smell my nasty sneakers. If someone said smell the keyhole and smell the inside (laughs) of this apartment. Don't smell. Don't smell other people's keyholes. Nope. Keep your nose away from my keyhole, buddy. Oh, but that's your job. You have to smell the keyhole. Well, I don't. Okay. 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 Enough talking about smelling people's keyholes. (laughs) Uh, Now I know why he became concerned. It smelled like something or someone was decomposing. Yeah. A police officer shows up to join us and we ask for a third opinion. We said, get a whiff of this keyhole. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, He agrees with our assessment and we may have a lady on the other side of the door who had, you know. Yeah. The officer calls his supervisor on duty for permission to break down the door. After a few minutes, permission was granted and the officer kicked in the door. Now, maybe that officer came to one of my uh, classes I have where I teach people how to kick very powerfully. Yeah, you, know. you have like a Monday, Wednesday class of just mm-hmm. power kicking. Yeah, it's 100 bucks a person, but it's an hour and you do learn how to kick extremely hard. Very hard. 
My partner and I proceeded into the pitch black apartment with our little flashlights expecting the worst. Now I picture flashlights the size of stirring straws, just these <laughs> tiny little these tiny little Very, flashlights. Or just those little laser lights that you have on your keychain like for your <laughs> that your cat loves to chase around. Yeah, where where you have to get four inches away from anything to see what it is anyways. It was actually made for Barbie, but like the flashlight Barbie <laughs> didn't do well, so they had a, a lot of them. It was for Spelunker Barbie. <laughs> Uh, okay. Little flashlights. Okay. Nothing in the kitchen and nothing in the living room. We round the corner to the bedroom and bathroom. My partner picks the bedroom where there is a huge lump on the bed. And Mm. I get the bathroom with a closed shower curtain. No. Both are bad. Both are not good. I have chills in my body because like, that's scary. Ready? Yeah. We count to three and open the shower curtain and move the comforter on the bed at the exact same time. Yeah. I'm reading here what they found. Are okay. You, are you ready? Yeah. Nothing. <sighs> Long story short, the lady left to stay with her family and the smell was rotting meat in the trash can that was right next to the door. Started out stressful and ended up anticlimactic oh my god anyways love the show exclamation mark jay jay you just scared <laughs> the spookies out of me what a good story it was a good story oh, that was but... so fun oh now how about would this? you rather take the bedroom with the lump or the shower curtain okay but to be sure you and i both have very very small flashlights yeah and we had just smelled a keyhole yeah oh i would take the bed because I can see the shape, and that gives me an inkling more of an answer as to what it could be. The shower curtain, you have no idea, wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. What would you do? Uh, I think you make a good point with that, because, like, you can kind of see what you're working with. The shower curtain, it's like, oh, what if, like, you're going to see something really gruesome, and there's still, like, a killer in there or something? Like, this could be really bad. What if you're going to see a bunch of hamsters who have made a nest out of of an elderly person? And they're Ugh. just sitting there and they're like lounging in their human shaped beach chairs. And then you hear like a faint in the distance. Da da dee da dee da do do. Dee da diddy do. It's like what the Michael Myers like. Oh, yeah, yeah. But instead, is that Michael Myers or is that Jason? That is Jason. That's Jason. That's Jason, yeah. But instead of that, you just hear the. Also, who decided that was going to be the noise for Jason? I don't know, but it's scary. Chicha, chicha, ah, 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 ah. Oh, you know what I think of when I when when I think of ghosts? Oh, boo or something? No, I think of chicha, chicha, ah, ah, ah. Well, boo's not scary. Like, boo. Yeah, true. That's not scary. What's scarier, chicha, chicha, ah, 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 or boo? Chicha, chicha, ah, ah, ah. A hundred percent. Well, now because we associate it with Jason. Yeah. 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 Cha cha cha. Ah ah ah. Yeah. I think I would be. I would honestly be more afraid in the woods if I heard tick a dee da dee da do do. Just that part. And then the laugh. Oh yeah, I forgot about the scary laugh at the end. I love hamster dance. Well, Jay, that was a really spooky story. I'm sure you were so relieved afterwards oh my gosh i would have i would have celebrated not finding a person by going to the closest gas station and getting a sprite and just down in a sprite you know what i find really scary is that we've been doing this show for almost two years now right Uh, two years uh, 
Yeah, it'll be three years in October. Yeah, and um, Jay came in with a hot story that was by far one of the creepiest yet. So, yeah, Jay, if you want it, the show shorts, <laughs> go ahead, buddy. Hey, Jay. It seems like you're already a better storyteller. Yeah, uh, Lindsay and I are going to just kind of pack up our things. Get out, you know? And lucky for you, Jay, we just got uh, some new mics and some new swing arms. So they're all yours. You can have them. Uh, yeah, you a- have to keep Molly quiet, which good luck because she is really afraid of men. So you can have our goat, our little goat we have. Yeah. So I guess we'll just uh, set a sail the rap boat and, you know, well, I bon think, voyage. Yeah. Well, you know, as they say, bon voyage. And mm. I think that what is this episode 104? Our last episode because Jay crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jay, you said that you had more stories and can you send them to us? Because I want to hear them. Maybe they'll just be our secret stories. Or maybe we tell some of Jay's stories for some bonus content. Who knows? Or maybe we tell Jay's stories, but we take out anything that's really grotesque or morbid and we replace them with funnier things like um, hamster dance. And then I turned the corner and I saw blood coming out of the uh, from the corner. And then I saw... I like that idea. And then it comes back in. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be like our sensor. I like that a lot. We'll do it. I think it's fine. I don't think anyone who has the rights to hamster dance is scouring the internet for people. They probably need some work. So yeah, probably for five bucks we can have rights to hamster dance. Man, intense episode. Yeah, this is a this was a creepy one. Yeah, first episode of 2020. We are setting we're we're setting the creepy bar high. Yep. Already, man, this episode scared me a little bit. I know. We have to go to bed now. Yeah, in the literal pitch darkness of the of the middle of <laughs> the, the woods. woods. So if yep, so we're gonna go to bed very afraid. But we want to thank Jay for sending us an email, Mason for sending us a question, the ladies in New York for seeing seeing a tall deer. That what is it? And we want to thank dogs for cleaning up after ourselves because we are the mess. We'd also like to thank everybody at the Scavengers Network. Um, Like I said, you can donate to our Patreon if you like this content that you're hearing and maybe want more. Maybe you'll get more of Jay's stories if you Mm. donate just, I don't know, what, $3? A month. Maybe even, honestly, even a buck a month. A buck a month. That's not too bad. But yeah, go over to the scavengersnetwork.com and then patreon.com slash the scavengers network do some poking and some prodding and see if you want to be a patron we'd also like to thank eli rexford chambers the man with the flutiest of arms and the trumpetiest of legs for writing the theme music you heard at the beginning middle and end of our show he's a wonderful musical boy and every time he walks you hear a little trombone go brain 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 <laughs> and it's great you can find him on social media at eli who does music and again i cannot stress this enough he does have arms that are made out of flutes you have to see them they're amazing wow they're weird to see Also, we'd like to thank each and every one of you. Um, You can find us on some social media platforms at spooky underscore spouses. You can email us like Jay did at spookyspousescast at gmail.com. And you can just rate and review our show. You can tell a friend. We'd love to hear from you. We sure would. And we'd love to hear from someone new that you told them about our weird, silly little show. It's 2020. Time for growing and showing is what I say. (laughs) 2020, time to be funny. Hey! 
We're yeah. going to try this year. We'll do it. Yeah. We'll be funny one can, day. <laughs> can you make, uh, just maybe just make a sound that you think's a little silly? That's pretty good. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. I was, try- I was trying to be a spaceship. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, until next Monday, have a nice week where you find a bunch of rotting meat in a trash can, which sounds bad, but it's actually not bad because you thought originally it was a dead elderly person. (laughs) Yes. Have a hamster dance making a home out of your face Thursday. Cool. Easy to do. Everyone loves doing that. Well, until next Monday, we'll see each and every one of you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Testing my mic right now. Testing Lindsay's mic right now. This one's actually mine. Hers is over there. I have a Sprite. I don't have anything. I got myself a water. I did not bring it upstairs. Do you need to go get it? No, too lazy to go downstairs and get the water. Okay. I guess I'll die. Okay. (laughs) The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to SideCharacterQuest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. (laughs) 